Hi everyone, this is Erin from Wise Woman Podcast. This next episode is in partnership with Fern Olivia from Sensual Intelligence. Enjoy! Hi, this is Fern Olivia, host of Sensual Intelligence, originally filmed on Focus TV in Los Angeles, now partnered with Wise Woman Podcast to offer you incredible, intimate interviews on sensuality and sexuality with some of the most well-respected influencers in wellness and spirituality. Welcome to Sensual Intelligence on Focus TV. I am your host, Fern Olivia, and today we have one of my very best friends. I'm so excited to have her here. We have the rock star shaman, Allison Charles. Welcome, Allison. Thank you, sister. <laughs> so Allison is an internationally re renowned television host and self-realization expert. Allison's work has been named the next big thing by Marie Claire magazine, is one of Oprah's top meditations to try, and one of the reasons why practical magic is a new frontier of mindfulness by four. You can catch her filming, giving motivational talks, and sharing light all across the globe. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much. This is so beautiful. You look so beautiful. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm so excited. I mean, we've been creating magic ever since we met back in New York at um, Luli Tonics. Yes. And then we did retreats together. And I've always been so inspired by the, the beauty in which you carry yourself. You embody femininity and sensuality. And you have this amazing gift of presence. So thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to dive into all that your show is about. I, I know that you actually have a lot to teach me and to share with me about sensuality. That's an aspect of my life where I have, I have a lot of room to grow. And uh, based upon just our not on camera conversations, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to dive into some more stuff today with you. Yes, yes. And tonight, yes. <laughs> last night, give everyone a little background. We talked, we had the women's circle and we had mm. a bunch of us goddesses all talking around relationships and our pasts and sensuality and rituals and in the spiritual way as well. And I think that, that those are the conversations that we need to all have more of. So. Absolutely, it was so empowering for me. I just love real, raw vulnerability and courageous conversations and just honesty. And every single one of us last night, it was just true shares. And while mine was a little bit different than, I mean, every everyone's was different, but I, I think most of everyone in the group uh, is either in a relationship or dating. And that's an aspect of my life where I am trying to create a lot of open energy and allow that to enter in but i've been single for a while and i know that sensuality and sexuality like it doesn't just mean being in romantic partnership i know there's a lot of different definitions for it but for me that is a big part of feeling sensual and sexual is when i have someone to share it with mm -hmm. and that's really been lacking for quite a while you know so i want to uh, there's so many questions i want to ask you so first off can you tell us all a little bit about that journey and hmm. where you are right now? I will, because it's you. <laughs> <laughs> so the interesting thing, for anyone who does self-realization work, consciousness work, you know that you have to dive into the source, to the root of any issue where you have room to grow. So for me, it all does start back in childhood. I'll whittle the journey down <laughs> for time purposes and TV purposes. But me 
aligning with my power, aligning with my physical body, it's really just now happening because when I was growing up, my father was my distance running coach. And so before I was even three, I was put into a running road race and distance running became my identity. It became my life. And in a lot of respects, my physical body wasn't my own, if that makes sense, because it was performing and doing daily running, but it wasn't necessarily my choice. And I know that it was, I've never shared some of this um, publicly. And my dad, I love my dad, but in a, in a lot of ways, my success as a runner, I think, you know, was fueling him and allowing him to feel okay about life a lot. So that was a lot of pressure, especially for a little girl. And so that was all I knew. That was my childhood. And I won a couple of national championships and ran for the University of Alabama. So in a lot of respects, it was a successful mission, right? It was a successful venture. But I could just feel that there was some dysfunction at play. And then that dysfunction transferred over to my relationship that I had for over 16 years with my ex-fiance. And that relationship was filled with a lot of suffering, a lot of challenges. And back then I was in denial about all of that. I thought I was in a healthy relationship. It wasn't until my awakening moment where I saw the truth about it, about him, about me, about life. And ever since I have just been continuously evolving and growing, but truly, and, and gosh, with my ex-fiance, there, there were some codependent and some addiction issues at play. So me finding safety in my own body and understanding what my body means to me if that makes sense, yes. um, I'm just now coming into that. And I'm really just finding my way with honoring myself fully with my physical body, mm -hmm. you know? I know, what powerful medicine to come from that situation, to start healing yourself and then include that in the tools and the gifts that you give as a shaman. Yes, I definitely, I you know, the test becomes your testimony mm -hmm. and for, most healers, you then share, and when you align with your mission, it's it's a lot, or all because of the traumatizing moments mm -hmm. and the suffering that you have risen up out of mm -hmm. and come from. So mm -hmm. I definitely, it, I wouldn't change a thing, and I'm grateful for all of those challenges because I can relate to people and the oneness and the connection and the compassion and the non-judgment mm -hmm. because I've been there too. I've been there too. Oh, I understand. Mm -hmm. You know, it yes. just, you start to align with that truth that we are mm -hmm. all one. The Phoenix rises from the ashes. Amen, aho, sister. <laughs> <laughs> and so you mentioned sexuality and sensuality when you were, when you were speaking and I would love to hear what your feel on the difference is between mm. those two? Hmm. Hmm. Sensuality feels more, it's like deep, rich substance and soul and spirit. And it's interesting when I think of feminine and masculine and those things, I think of divine feminine and divine masculine and 
relating to Gaia, Pachamama, mm. Mother Earth, and then connecting up to Father Sky, Consciousness, Pachatata. And so for me, like having a balance and harmonization of those two forces, the masculine and feminine, most of it I have found and begun to understand from my work in shamanism and connecting to nature and the elements. So I think that consciousness practices and doing this kind of awakening work, it really does. It's not just about meditating or chanting ohms or, you know, whatever it may be. It, it makes you go in and discover all these different layers and aspects of yourself, including mm -hmm. sensuality and including that self-honor and self-respect and self-love. Self-love is one of those things that growing up, if someone said like, do you love yourself? I would have been like, well, of course I do. Of course I love myself, but it wasn't again until my awakening where I look back and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I still hold, you know, I still give myself such love for um, the lack of it. And, and now understanding truly what, what self-love really is and like honoring myself, mm. mind, body, spirit, soul. Mm. Self-love, I, I feel like is the, the, one of the keys, if not the key to everything, because our external is a reflection of our internal state. Mm. And if we're not diving in deep and like really allowing ourselves to see the truth of who we are and our magnificence and really loving ourselves, it will not be reflected by any other person, business relationship, whatever it is. So yeah, and then sexuality, hmm. Gosh, uh, that's a great question. Sexuality, I've never asked myself this. See, I'm mm. um, going to school right now. This is why we ask it here. <laughs> Stand by, tuning in. We will be right back with Allison <laughs> Charles while she thinks and channels what sexuality means to her. So you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Sensual Intelligence on Focus TV. I am your host, Fern Olivia. We are here with my very dear friend, Allison Charles, and I just stumped her. So, <laughs> Stump the shaman. Stump the shaman. That's a good game show. Um, so maybe we'll bring that to Focus TV. That's, yeah, show number two. <laughs> Stump the shaman. Okay, so sexuality, what does it mean? Ooh, yes. I and, and and I had a sense. I was like, this is gonna be a really interesting episode and show to take part in. Sexuality. Because I've never I'm just closing my eyes because you know that's how I feel in and mm -hmm. tune in. That's how a lot of my gifts work, clairvoyance and whatnot. So I'm closing my eyes to see with my third eye to feel into mm -hmm. because I've never asked myself this question. <sighs> so I'm feeling yeah. into sexuality. And the the first thing that comes up is you know, who are we attracted to? Mm. Um, what do I identify with as male, female? Um, and then who am I attracted to in terms mm. of male, female? So that's the first answer. But then the other thing that enters in is it does feel more of like the bedroom, um, physical, actually having sex and being intimate with yourself or a partner. So the sensuality feels like more like smelling nature and anointing yourself and connecting with earth and sky, but sexuality feels like what are my needs and wants and desires in the bedroom and who do I feel comfortable you know, sharing that with. 
And I think that as I have matured, and again, back to that self-love piece, that's a big reason why I have been pretty much celibate the last couple of years, because I, at this point in my life, only feel comfortable being physical with someone that I know sees me, mm. like truly sees me and honors me. Mm. Like I, I am unable to be physical with someone and, unless they can go deep enough like within honoring me and I know that they're out there I know that there are men out there that w will see my soul and and mm. do see my soul but I just have they're watching right now <laughs> okay hey <laughs> we had a couple of them on the show oh really <laughs> yeah. oh I well I think Luke's Luke. I'm friends with him um <laughs> but he's he's on his own he's journey celibate as well. yes exactly yes. so we're like celibate friends but <laughs> yeah it's it's been very interesting because had you told <laughs> but he's amazing I love Luke love. he's yeah it's had you told me you know years ago back when I was in college that I would go mm. you know two years without having sex I would have I would have not believed you, you know, but here I am. And it's what feels right to me. Again, I know that that person is out there. I just haven't uh, fully aligned with them yet. And you will. And what are some of the practices? I know you will. Mm. And what are some of those practices that you do for your own sensual awakening? Because you talked about earth and sky and Pachamama, Pachatata. I love how you refer to Gaia in those ways. What do you do? Well, I honestly would love to hear some tips from you if that's okay. I mean, <laughs> because this is an area, like I mentioned, me just now finding my own mm. legs and finding my own body. Oh, you know, when it comes to like self-care and rituals, sure, I love a great massage. Uh, sure, I'll go to a salt cave or I'll go to ancient air baths mm, or, love. you know, again, yeah. but that to me feels again of like connecting with, with nature. I know there are endless possibilities when it comes to rituals that can really go deeper mm -hmm. and so I would honestly love some ideas from you as to what I could start to implement what do you got so for daily me? practices some of them we talked about last night so mm. they won't be surprises to you um so some of them are just body massage you know hugging okay. yourself every morning and not even just being like touching but like stroking and like using your hands to kind of mm. if you had a lover that was stroking you and looking at like if you want to be seen oh. by someone you have to first see yourself so to truly start to look at every curve and every crevice okay. and stroke yeah and stroke as if like I've some got these sexy, nails you have those nails <laughs> so you, when I look at you I see sensuality because you are so feminine and aligned in that essence of who you are now it's about like applying the lipstick like you buy the lipstick then you apply it mm -hmm. so now it's applying the nails to your body like mm -hmm. scratching you know mm -hmm. pulling pulling your own hair like mm -hmm. i will make love to myself oh i know you do I know. <laughs> <laughs> i'll talk about it so in bed in the morning, I sound. I do a sound healing ritual on myself, and then I stroke my body, not in a sexual bit way, but a sensual way. Yeah. So just like pulling my own hair, just like loving myself as if a lover were doing that to mm -hmm. me, because then it's like you don't go through the day 
being like, oh, I just, I want to be touched. I want to be touched. You gave yourself that energy in the morning. Mm. And then you also, you, you're alive and you're awakened and you're activated. Like, so I do this meditation that I talked about with the girls last night, where I literally imagine the inside of me, the womb, and I imagine all the layers and all the parts and I do deep breathing and I activate those muscles there Mm. through deep breathing. And sometimes it heightens me to a climax. Sometimes it just heightens me to this like, and is it just with breath? Are you kegeling with it? Like, are you can con- a you- little bit? But a lot of it's just my my sensuality coach. She calls it clitoral flutters. Okay. And you just make these. Little, oh my goodness! Little movements. This is interesting. I forgot yes. about this till you just said clitoral flutters. Okay. <laughs> hashtag wow. clitoral flutters. I, hashtag. I didn't know we were going here t- today, but uh, this is great. So in the last few weeks, every single day, I was having these like all day like these clitoral flutterings. And I'm, I was just like, what? I, I wasn't like, you know, like resisting it or like freaking out, but I, I was just, this is new, you know? And the fact that it was so constant throughout the day. And I think that again, with me doing all of this evolutionary work and all, you know, being on the path, the way that I am in such a committed way that, you know, I am, I think that it's, like culminating to me, something's awakening yeah, inside it's like of me. Butterfly wings. Yes. Where were? I want to ask, where were you, and what was going on that day? That no, this wasn't when... just one day. This was like for like two weeks straight. Wow. It only just ended like last week, but for and it got to a point where I thought, oh my gosh, I might need to go to a doctor because sometimes the flutterings were so pronounced that I was just like, <laughs> oh my goodness, and it was like all day for two weeks. Wow. So something is being activated. And that's a good thing. Like yeah. you don't want to turn that off. So now it's about keeping that consistency up. Okay. Through those rituals, through those practices. We will be right back with Rockstar Shaman Allison Charles talking more about clitoral fluttering and other intriguing topics you don't want to miss. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Sensual Intelligence on Focus TV. I'm your host, Fern Olivia. We are here with Allison Charles. <laughs> and we just talked about some rituals and really getting into your own primal nature. So eventually at, at some point that partner already know like you call him in he already knows how to take care of you because you embody it mm-hmm. yeah that is such the key the mm-hmm. embodiment mm-hmm. of everything right uh sorry that one just like that that word that has been such a key for me along the way with so many different realizations like i'll have self-awareness about myself i'll have mm-hmm. a realization about myself and then I'm committed to like working on that thing that I've that I've noticed and then it works its way in. That's why you have to stay steadfast with all these different practices. But you feel it mm-hmm. when that thing you've been working on lands in you yes. and then you are embodying it. And it is such a specific feeling. And that truly is key. So thank you for reminding me of that. You're welcome. Yes, I'm going to start embodying my way <laughs> to, yes. And that does feel really nice. Right? <laughs> it feels so nice. So nice. Because sometimes we're just like, oh, yeah, self-massage, get the coconut oil. And, you know, it's like not really a ritual. Uh-huh. But rituals, I say, are rituals are habits made holy. So how would you treat yourself like that sacred vessel? We talk about it all the time as healers. We're just like, oh, you're sacred, you know treat your body with with kindness and love but a lot of times we forget to do it to ourselves because we're so busy 
activating and charging up. Was your else. sensuality, I'm not trying to turn the interview, I'm not trying to switch roles here, but I'm just truly <laughs> trying to learn. You are good at it because you have your own, but you have to check out everyone. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I'm really trying to learn. So was your sensuality because like you, you know, you're really doing your thing with it. You've got your own show around it. Was it something that you had to grow into or were, did you always feel yeah, this strong sensual it. nature? I've always been passionate and I've always been sexual. Well, not always. I mean, I was three at one point, so I wasn't sexual then. But, right. you know, when I, at, at, during college, but I was more sexual. I wasn't sensual. Okay. I was more like done, you know, like let's just do it and have fun. Yeah, I, he's hot. He's okay. hot, I'm drunk, you know, the whole thing. Okay. And then it turned into after leaving my New York relationship, after moving to California, and then now, so it's been more, California is very feminine. As mm. you realize when you're here, it's like, we've got waves, we've got sand, mm. we've got earth, we can walk barefoot, you know, it's, it's different. Mm -hmm. And then Costa Rica. We just got back from Costa Rica recently. Costa Rica was the catalyst for more. I already had sensual intelligence in the works, but more rituals happened because I was away from technology, away from driving, away from all of the things that keep me busy. Yeah. And in Gaia, in yes. Earth, the whole time in Gaia, and the greenness and the lush green season that I was in. It all just season. came alive inside of you, too. Yeah, I was ready for it. Yes. I was ready for my own medicine. And I started doing rituals there that I've never even heard of, but I just downloaded them. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is something I need to teach women, or this is something I need to do for myself. And from there, it it's become awoken and it I've, I've always been sensual I've always been a child of earth and the trees so it's but now it's like oh I love the way that looks that can make me feel sensual I love the smell of that I and then obviously that, that translates into the into the bedroom too right uh -huh. I mean because there the communications different and the way that you're moving and connecting and everything shifts and at that point as well absolutely in the bedroom it's remarkable because I don't even attract men that aren't there yeah. it's like this and if they are not there like there's not even an initial conversation that even goes anywhere close to that because i have that discernment and i'm so articulate in my communication so that's something i want to ask you is uh -huh. you are so divinely present and and articulate in your communication mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about how that um how that drives you and mm. how that helps you embody the shaman and the the influencer that you are mm. in terms of how like a lot of times to feel in like you I'll, tap I'll close. in i yeah, do yeah in. so uh, let me tap in to answer this tapping in question um <laughs> yes i once that veil lifted for me on my awakening day and i that moment i had become instantly clear audience and clairvoyant the moment the breakup moment the, yeah. mo the breakup moment the awakening moment veil mm -hmm. lifting whatever you want to call it yes and divine intervention i needed their help and so that's when i became clairaudient and clairvoyant so those two gifts activated instantly and so for the last handful of years i have just been committed and aligned with this path and surrendering and saying mm -hmm. whatever next gift you want to activate in me mm -hmm. i'm with you mm -hmm. whatever next layer of a gift i already know mm -hmm. i am with you i surrender and so it has been really fascinating for me to be able to feel into like the energy of the room or to feel into the energy and my aura to access like when i'm asked a question 
or if someone wants to know something about their, themselves and they're giving me permission to, to tap in, to feel in, the places that I'm able to access and go, and it's all sensory, right? Mm -hmm. So in so many ways, I do have, I guess, a very high sensual intelligence. Yes. I'm just ready for it to translate into romantic partnership and into really being honored as the shaman goddess queen that I am in the bedroom as well. Mm -hmm. I do feel that honoring with my work and you know mm -hmm. when i'm doing an event or giving a talk or whatever it may be i'm honored my work is honored but i'm ready to, for that to translate in all areas of my life well how you show up one place is every place i believe so that's going to come all first circle and i think la mm. is going to help with that being that it's such a feminine and receptive place yeah, you you know, because y yes, we've talked about it a lot. LA has been coming in for me on a regular basis without me efforting that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll get requests or phone calls every single month for me to come out here and do work and to be on shows, amazing shows like yours. And I'm like, okay, LA, I hear you. And right before I came here, I experienced, I went to a meditation session and a breathwork mm -hmm. session, not hosted by me. I just got to be a participant to give some self-love. Mm -hmm. So those are other examples of, of how I, I tend to myself in a, in a sensual way as I do breathwork and things like that. But it was during the session right before I came here where I was doing breathwork saying, I am breathing into abdomen, mm -hmm. trust, breathing into heart, and then I would let go on mm. the exhale. And on the let go, I would I was diving into the, the energy of the land here. And I kept going in deeper and deeper into Gaia, but LA Gaia. And when I dipped in deep enough, it spoke to me and mm. said, like, you're you're supposed to be here, Allison. Like it was clear communication. And so I need to keep heeding these calls. So it's gonna be interesting. You know, it's no coincidence that that just happened right before I came here with you and now this conversation we're having. And I felt really compelled to wear, I never, you know me, I never wear floral. Like I'm more, you know, I'm rock star shaman. Yeah. And for me to wear like a little daisy, like, <laughs> like you know, yellow flower um, dress with like ruffly things, that this is something's happening. You know, this is not Feminine my... awakening. Yes. Yes. If I, I wish I had my rattle. Yes, I wish you had your rattle too and the feathers. <laughs> um, but yes, exactly. That's it because LA brings out that femininity in you. Yeah. yeah and I can feel it. Like when I was selecting the outfit for the day i just knew i knew that this flirty sunshine mm. yellow little flowery ultra feminine dress was the one keep doing that that okay. man is going to find you because you're in your feminine he's in his masculine he wants that feminine he doesn't want your work drive like superstar shaman he wants you as like leaning back as as cassandra says in your clamshell mm -hmm. leaning back and that's when his heart is going to be like that mm -hmm. <laughs> i see that feminine goddess yeah, and I think clothing too. Don't you think that yes. that's a big part of sensuality and sexuality? I was just going to ask you about that. Yes. There are different clothes. Like I have partnered with different lines who are incredible. And there are some of the lines that I wear when I put them on, I get mm. like really turned on. Oh, tell me. I mean, I, this one line's called hot as hell. I'm going to check them out. Actually, <laughs> it's and they're based in LA and they're incredible. This goddess awakened woman is the founder of the line. And when I'm trying the pieces on to decide like what to take on my next trip, 
I have a number of times mm. when I put their clothes on, like I will get really like hot and bothered and I will need to go like pleasure myself. Exactly. Those, that's the sensuality and sexuality that I wanted to, to know. Yeah. So that, so clothes, adorning yourself. Yes. And like looking and like letting myself see my beauty, mm. you know, for so many years, um, my, my light is bright, right? You know, my enthusiasm and my effervescence for life is grand. You know, I have allowed myself to awaken to my powers, my gifts. And so for a lot of reasons and a lot of ways, I am a very like big effervescent, bold, bright energy. And I think that for many years, I thought, oh, wow, if I add on top of all of that, that I let myself see that I'm beautiful too, then that would just be over the top, right? You know what I mean? But do you know what I mean? Like, I do, but it's crazy when you say it, right? Yeah, yes. And so now I'm truly matured and awakened to a place where I am allowing mm. my magnificence in all ways to radiate out into the world the way that it wants to. By honoring my beauty, that doesn't make me mm. egotistical or a braggart. I didn't, you know, this is by divine design, yes. you know, by looking oh, man, in the oh. mirror and like seeing that I, I am an attractive, powerful, talented, caring, kind woman. I can say that with humility and grace now. And just, mm. it's just, I'm letting myself see my beauty. And so sometimes when I got those hot as hell clothes on and I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, oh, okay. And, I, and that that's new for me. Mm. And, I, and so, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think you've empowered everyone watching today to look at themselves in the mirror and to own the fact that they are gorgeous. And if they don't feel that way, like buy something new yeah. that feels amazing or don't buy something new, just try to get more comfortable in your naked glory. Yeah, it took me a while to find certain clothes that really allowed me to feel mm. turned on, you know, so it's gonna, might take people some trial and error, but just, yeah, finding like the softness of your skin, the shape of your legs mm. or your breasts, and just like the, the glow and sparkle in your eyes, just like mm. let yourself feel into and see the beauty. I love that. I see your beauty goddess. And likewise. <laughs> we'll be right back with Alice and Charles. We're just gonna have an eye-gazing moment. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to Sensual Intelligence on Focus TV. I'm Fern Olivia here with the rock star shaman Allison Charles. All right, so we've talked a lot about turning yourself on, sexuality, sensuality, being a goddess. I want to know now, what does sensual intelligence mean to you? Mm. Tuning back in. Sensual intelligence is letting myself go there. It's the courageous exploration. You know, it, it took courage for me to let myself see and acknowledge like, wow, my body wasn't my body for m most of my life. Mm -hmm. Like that, that took bravery inside of me to let myself acknowledge that, especially when other people are involved that I care about or cared about and and all of those things because you you have to really manage those shares with intent positive mm -hmm. intent um so sensual intelligence to me it truly goes back to letting yourself be on the path of self-discovery and self-realization and as it as those two things pertain to 
sensual intelligence. It's like maybe meditating and asking yourself like, asking your higher self, how can I align with or amplify my sensual intelligence more? It's like, it's truly about being mindful mm -hmm. and letting yourself go there and see maybe some blind spots, see some aspects of yourself that you haven't let yourself see before so that you can continue to lean into and grow into that flowering, you know, divine sensual creature that you are. So sensual intelligence is, is courage and bravery in letting yourself continue to grow with mm -hmm. your sensuality. That was a long answer, but yeah. I was feeling it though. I, I love that. In essence, it's allowing yourself to be intimate with yourself and understand how to awaken through your senses. Yes, yes. Mm. Let yourself see, you know, explore. Where can I grow? Where can I be better? Where can I feel more? How can I honor myself more? Mm. You know, ask these, ask these questions. Don't I be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. And there's always asking someone like you, you know, for that guidance. Mm -hmm. You have this gift. We were talking last night with a bunch of the women over and you were just had this amazing gift of your presence and being able to see clearly. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit more about what you do as a shaman mm. and where people can find you and find your work and learn more? Yes. So my work as a shaman is obviously very public. I am not a shaman that, you know, just only stays in a certain location or jungle or whatever. I'm, I, my work is designed to be out there in a large scale. So there's a whole story behind like where the name Rockstar Shaman came from. I'll save that for another episode. But I feel very comfortable being in front of large groups and crowds. So I do mass meditations. I give talks. I'm on television shows and I host my own show, uh, work with a lot of magazines. I, it is my mission. It's my sole purpose mission to allow the energy that I am and the energy that wants to work through me to go out to the world and to have it resonate in whichever way it's meant to resonate with the people that are reading that article or watching this episode. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of grand scale public work globally. Uh -huh. And retreats too. Yes, retreats. Yes, I love doing retreats and I have one coming up at Rancho Valencia. So I'll be back on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So that will continue to activate. And that's such an incredible location. It's really powerful, mm -hmm. meant for healing. We're going to take a trip up to the Self-Realization Center that overlooks the Pacific. Wow. Hikes, guided animal totem journeys. And it's uh, really meant to amplify your year. Like get your intentions set, but then call in the energies to truly have those intentions activated mm -hmm. and to come into alignment with your life. I love that. And I know retreats with you are amazing because we've done them together. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so bless you for doing that on the West Coast. Thank you. Her. It'll be incredible. So how can everyone find out more about you? You can go to my website, alisoncharles.com and Instagram. I used to be social media resistant, but I am very active on Instagram and that is Rockstar Shaman. <laughs> so you can find me there. Awesome. Well, so glad to have you here. I'm going to give you a gift to help you self-massage with your fingertips. And everything so this is grace alchemy as you know i make it yes i know and the base is rosehip oil and some coconut oil and 
patchouli, sandalwood, rose geranium. It's an aphrodisiac. So oh. this is going to help you find that foaming. Watch out, world, because here I come. I'm going to be <laughs> slathering this on and anointing myself. And after I anoint myself, I shall call in my divine romantic conscious partner. <laughs> And thank you. Thank you for being such an instrumental like friend and colleague on my life's journey. It's not just work with you and I. It's it's personal and friendship and fellow goddess as well. And just, yeah, thank you for seeing me. Thank you for uplifting me. And thank you for being such a dear, kind, generous soul. I love you. I love you. I see you. I see you thank too. You. Mm -hmm. Bless. Thank you all for being here and for sharing this intimate, gorgeous conversation with the beautiful rock star Tom mm -hmm. and Allison Charles. Stay tuned for more beautiful, exciting, juicy conversations on Central Intelligence on Focus TV. I'm your host, Fernalidia, and I'll see you soon.